Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. The Ontario government says it will not release a report on the LRT project in Hamilton as it contains sensitive information on the other side of all of this. Uh, we're now finding out through uh, an interesting article on the Hamilton Spec by Andrew Dreschel. The headline is Mayor Fred kept soaring LRT estimates in private meetings with Mulroney secret from council. To talk more about all of this, Mayor City of Hamilton, Fred Eisenberger, he is with us now. Fred, thank you for the time. Much appreciated. Problem, Scott. Anytime. So uh, thoughts on this column, thoughts on this headline, mm-hmm. and uh, what can you tell us about this meeting with uh, Minister Mulroney that uh, appears to be kept private? Well, it's also uh, Mr. Dressel's entitled to his opinion, but uh, the, the the reality was that they uh, they came to us uh, and asked us to uh, sign a non-disclosure agreement, which basically uh, ties your hands from sharing anything with the uh, with the community or anyone else that asks about the uh, the, the the conversations that we're having. Uh, we we declined to do so. Uh, then many weeks later, they uh, brought forward some very high-level numbers about uh, you know costs that they believe were uh, were, were increasing for the uh, for the uh, the project. <clears throat> Never once indicating that they were prepared to end the project <clears throat> or they were going to cancel the project. Uh, just that uh, they wanted us to be aware of those cost concerns. And uh, we said, well, the high-level numbers uh, don't make sense. Uh, we had them assessed by our our transit folks and. Uh, Obviously, made some calls to determine, uh, you know, where where these things were coming from, and uh, got back to them and said the, these numbers aren't uh, aren't aren't realistic. We uh, we don't believe that they're uh, rational at this point, uh, and therefore, uh, you know, give us more detail uh, you know, as to how you came to these uh, these uh, numbers. Uh, that's the kind of work that uh, the mayor is supposed to do before we uh, you know go running off the council with uh, you know a lack of uh, information, and all the way through that. Uh, their worry was, and my worry was, that we were in the middle of a procurement process. So the, there were bidders out there, and the the, the sanctity of that process is you uh, you know the, the, any, any information you release uh, in the middle of that uh, could compromise the uh, the bidding process. And so that's something that we uh, both agreed should not happen. And so uh, we both agreed to uh, you know until such time as we had uh, agreed on the uh, set of information that we were prepared to share. Uh, we decided not to release uh, any information. When the government, so that was the the essence. That's the essence of the conversation we had. And uh, you know, in my mind, uh, it was the uh, the right call to make. And you know, when other uh, other people are the mayor, they'll be put in these positions, and they can make their own determination as to uh, whether they uh, make that that sort of a call. But the reality is that we have a uh, you know a working relationship. We try to have a working relationship with the province and. We have uh, dialogue on many things that uh, may, may never come to council at the end of the day. Uh, but ultimately, uh, you know, any any important message that, uh, like, we're, uh, we're thinking about redoing this project or we're thinking about a different direction or we're thinking about uh, canceling, none of it ever came up. And if it had, we would have gone to council immediately. If you decided not to sign a non-disclosure agreement, why would you just not tell council uh, that the meeting had happened and, and what had happened in regard to the meeting? Well, because we were maintaining a confidentiality on the integrity of the uh, the RFP process. So there's bidders out there that are uh, that are putting pen to paper and looking at uh, putting bids together to, uh, you know, three international bidders that are looking to put pen to paper to uh, to put bids on this project. Our answer to them uh, all the way through is we have a process uh, that's called the RFP process. Uh, we need to get to the end of the RFP process so we can all know what the numbers are. 
they never indicated that they were going to truncate that. They, they actually said they were concerned about information getting out there that would uh, compromise that process. And so, uh, you know, that the ability to compromise that process could have happened through, uh, through information sharing with counsel. So you're, uh, in other words, uh, I- I- what we're seeing in this column today in the spec, you're saying uh, that this was between you and Mulroney and there was no reason at this point to tell the rest of counsel because the procurement process had started and you were looking for bidders on the project. Well, we had bidders on the project, so uh, they were they were actually finalizing their bids, and that the bids were were to be done, uh, you know, sometime in March. Uh, it's been a year that they've been working on these bids, and so uh, you know they were you know halfway or three quarters of the way through their bidding process. So obviously, they're putting numbers on on uh, all of the project costs, and any information that gets leaked out that could compromise that would actually hurt and harm the uh, the, the bidding process. But so if there are concerns, what you, what you, what you just there... said a minute ago is essentially it. But if there are concerns of cost overruns and the price getting higher on this, is that not something everyone should be aware of? Well, they, they would have been uh, the moment the, the, the bids are finished, and then we would know exactly what we, we'd have to deal with. So it's not, uh, it's not like, uh, the, you know, there's a, we, we don't get a pre-information on any of the bids we do. So uh, any procurement process that happens out there, the, uh, the procurement process happens, uh, you're, it's supposed to be independent, uh, we're not supposed to interfere, uh, counselors shouldn't interfere. Uh, you know, uh, members of parliament shouldn't interfere, and that procurement needs to come to a conclo- closure. And then we all know what the numbers are, and then we know what to deal with. Uh, wh- wh- how would this have changed had you signed that non-disclosure agreement? What information would have would have been received then? Do you think? Well, I, I, you know, I, it's hard to say at this point because we were uh, we were working on uh, you know them sharing information with us. Uh, are questioning that information uh, and the assumptions on that information. We had a whole list of questions. I think we've just released a letter to the Premier asking the very questions that we were going to ask uh, from the material that we, that we received on Thursday. And uh, had, those, uh, had those questions not been satisfactorily answered and they made any indication that they were going to uh, truncate this process, uh, we would have gone to council directly. But no, didn't the fact that they're questioning these numbers and saying that this looks to be more expensive than what it actually is, uh, right. did, did you, did, you, didn't sense thing, you didn't sense that they were obviously questioning all of this and whether the money was still there? Did you, did you think at that point to say, is this still good? Are we still moving forward? What's happening here? It, it just right. seems as if we were avoiding information. Uh, what, what happened here? Well, so, so all the way through, uh, we, you know, the messages from the, previous, uh, from the Premier and from uh, Minister Yurik previously, and from uh, from the people that we were meeting with, uh, there were no indications at any point in time that they were prepared to uh, end this process. Uh, we, uh, but but Minister Mulroney was and, obviously questioning the numbers here. Did that not raise concern for you? Sure it did. And, and that's why we questioned the numbers as well. And so we, uh, we said, uh, you know, we, we, we don't understand uh, why the numbers have changed so appreciably. We want to be able to understand that. Give us greater clarity on those issues. Provide for us a more comprehensive, detailed list on the estimates that you're providing. And, you know, and, and Minister, these are estimates. Uh, the only true way to know what the ultimate numbers are going to be is to get to the end of the RFP process. And that was a message that we delivered them, to them, you know, right from the very beginning and up until, up until uh, Thursday. So how do, how do we ever come to, uh, you know, making estimates be the, uh, the final determination of uh, where this project goes? That makes no sense at all. 
Uh, the- and everyone is now questioning those estimates. I mean, uh, you know, all those estimates were inflated. We said they were inflated. We asked them to give us greater detail. Uh, we asked them for an opportunity to uh, to assess the uh, the information they provided on Thursday. Uh, we were in, uh, expecting to have a meeting with them uh, Monday or Tuesday. Instead of that, they actually said, we're coming in Monday, didn't tell us why, and then canceled the project. Uh, at the end of the day, it seems that they don't, they're not prepared to pay anything more than $1 billion. Did we not see that coming? Uh, they've said that all along, and there's a, there's a, a, a memorandum of understanding that actually contemplated that. Uh, they weren't even aware of that memorandum of understanding, which is, uh, you know, an indicator to us that they weren't really very, very well informed on the project uh, itself. The memorandum of understanding says that if there's a cost overrun in terms of capital dollars, that we had the ability together to approach the federal government or change the scope of the project. And so the scope would mean uh, you, you could shorten the project to, to fit the billion-dollar capital cost, or you could, uh, you know, move, remove a couple of stations. Uh, you know, all of that could have been uh, discussed and, and looked into. Uh, obviously, we never got to that point, but they they weren't even aware that uh, that that was in our memorandum of understanding in the first place. I've already uh, indicated on many occasions that uh, I've approached the uh, the federal government, who have been receptive to. You know, covering uh, you know some additional overages if uh, a higher cost came in, and uh, they were certainly aware of that. Um, other councillors, Councillor Whitehead's uh, concerned that uh, you had more information than you were sharing with council. Are you worried that uh, leadership is slipping within council? Your leadership? Uh, no, and you know what? Uh, if uh, they can, I mean, if they want to, you know, send it off to the integrity commissioner and uh, you know test my uh, my my thought process on this, they're free to do that. Uh, you know, the staff team, the city manager, and uh, you know the senior leadership team, uh, you know, work through this together. And uh, we were anticipating uh, an ongoing conversation with the province to come to some sort of a conclusion uh, that we could then bring to council, but uh, we never got the opportunity to do that. So. You know, when, uh, when uh, you know, Councillor Whitehead is the mayor or Councillor Clark is the mayor, uh, they, will, they, will be, they will be put into these positions and they will have to make a judgment call. And, uh, uh, you know, it will, uh, will be interesting to see, uh, you know, what they decide at that point. And, too, I am pretty comfortable with the process that uh, we went through. Uh, we had a, uh, an RFP process to protect. Uh, that was uh, fundamental for me and it was fundamental, I understood, for the minister and the ministry uh, however, uh, you know, obviously they didn't uh, care for it all that much because they decided to, uh, to to end the process and truncate this. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm completely comfortable with the decisions that we've made. Uh, I, I understand that uh, some are unhappy that uh, they didn't get to hear chapter and verse of every moment of every conversation that we had, but that's the reality of uh, my being able to liaise with other levels of government and make a determination as to uh, when these issues need to come to council. So because the, bid is, the bidding process was, uh, was happening, the, you, were, you felt it was not uh, wise to bring this information to the public, to the council? Correct. Because you're, you're, you're sharing information that could compromise the bidding process. All right, I Mayor Fr- pretty easy. I think that's a pretty, pretty easy thing to understand. So if, uh, you know, you're bidding on a car and, and uh, you know, you, you actually let somebody know exactly how much you're prepared to pay, you might as well stop the bidding because you, you've, uh, you've already tipped your hand. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the equation isn't much different. And so, uh, you know, if people, uh, you know, don't, don't understand that and, uh, you know, they, they really need to appreciate that this is a major project in the city of Hamilton. There are bids underway that are happening as we speak or were, uh, that are closing in just mere months. 
uh, that was the objective, and that's when we would have known exactly what the costing would have been, and we would have known exactly how we would needed to deal with that, whether we needed to go to the federal government or whether we needed to go uh, to the province and ask for additional dollars or if we needed to change the scope. That was really the moment in time that we would all know collectively, publicly, exactly what the numbers would be. What happens now, Mayor Fred? What happens now? Uh, don't know yet. Uh, we're still assessing that. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm actually connecting with people in the community that uh, have an interest in this uh, to see where we can go with this. And ultimately, uh, you know, we'll have to bring all of this to council and they'll have to make a decision as to where we go. Uh, I would, uh, you know, we're still trying to liaise with the province to uh, get a better understanding of uh, their, uh, their, uh, their assumptions around uh, the numbers that they put forward, uh, which, uh, you know, in, in the eyes of many, not just me, don't make any sense. The comparisons uh, between our project and other projects and why we got picked on and uh, other projects did not, uh, again, uh, needs greater clarity. And I think the, uh, the Premier and the, uh, the Minister have to explain. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, we have to deal with uh, the circumstances that we're facing and uh, we'll continue working to see if we can get the best arrangement for the City of Hamilton at the end of the day. Uh, having said that, uh, if, if they're true to their word, uh, whenever have we had a billion dollars invested in the city of Hamilton. So I want the LRT project. I think it's the, uh, the bigger, better investment. But at the end of the day, if, uh, if that doesn't come to pass and they deliver the billion dollars to the city of Hamilton, we've still gained uh, you know, significant benefit mm. that otherwise we might not have had. Fred Eisenberger, Mayor for the city of Hamilton. Fred, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thanks, Scott. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. All right, let's bring in Travis Danraj, a Queen's Park reporter, Global News. Uh, he is with us now. Travis, my head is spinning from all of this. Uh, uh, and, and now, obviously, uh, it doesn't look like the Conservatives are going to release any sort of numbers that justify their position, correct? Well, I mean, bottom line here is that people were not upfront. The government, uh, the municipal government, and also the province was not upfront with the people of Hamilton uh, until the very last minute, the 11th hour. And we saw the result of that. Uh, You know, I've been talking, I've been listening into the interview with the mayor. and What about the procurement process and the whole RFP thing? Does that hold water? I I suppose so. And I mean, to a degree, it, it sounds as though you know, the the province is throwing the mayor under the bus a little bit, but I, I don't think he gets off scot-free on this, obviously. You know, uh, he's saying council's ultimately going to make a decision as to where this goes next. Well, council, uh, you know, uh, in, in some people's eyes, should have known about this long before we got to this big announcement that did not happen in, in Hamilton because the minister had to be rushed back to Queen's Park uh, the other day. Now, you know, the, the government is telling me that they're not releasing the information on this and the review because they say it has uh, market sensitive information on that and that's why the whole release can uh, the whole report can't be released but they say portions of the document have been given to the mayor's office and other stakeholders thus far all right here we go uh, Travis Danraj with us Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News thanks for draw, uh, standing by Travis we appreciate this make sure you're watching Global News tonight at 5:30 and 6 thanks Travis thanks Scott The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.